0: Looking for a successful career in medicine and health sciences? Start strong with a foundation in science at the International Medical University. A proud partner of prestigious universities in the UK, Ireland, Australia and more. Join the FIS Virtual Info Day from home this December 5th, 10am to 4pm. Don't miss the live talk with Dr. James Walsh, Head of Foundation in Science. Register now at imu.edu.my virtualfisday day. good morning. This is Freely, you're listening to Enterprise. In recent months, as people have remained under lockdowns and restricted movements, many people have been confined to their homes for a long period of time. Bored with just working and staying within four walls, many have resorted to discovering new ways uh, to entertain themselves. Some have turned to YouTube to teach themselves to cook and bake with great success. Uh, I haven't. Others have discovered the artistic side through woodcraft, painting, interior decor, yet others have started blogging or vlogging and garnered quite a following. Uh, Conversations with those who have stepped outside the conventional space to try new things have shown that they have gained a new sense of confidence in the achievements. Some have even hailed the pandemic as a blessing rather than a curse because it has helped them discover new facets to themselves. Is that an important aspect of self-development though? Is there a value in developing skills that don't seem relevant to our jobs from which we derive our livelihood? Why spend our resources on doing things that don't bring us tangible returns? Well, we're here to discuss these and other related questions Human Equation founder Sheila Singham. Yes, it's the last Monday of the month on Racey Game, and we have her with us again to speak on the importance of developing different facets of ourselves. And she's excited about discovering a whole new set of skills over the past year that she didn't know she had, and is a strong advocate for learning as a means of expanding creativity and agility. A long a story uh, to get us going. Um, it would be nice to speak to you again, Sheila. Uh, I, every time I speak to you, i have just reminded how. I'm quick the month has passed. Uh, so tell us about these new things you're so excited about.
1: So um you know I, I signed up for several courses mm. and uh, outwardly it might, you know, for me as a as a major um profession is to to be a trainer mm-hmm. and a coach, right? It doesn't seem to be that these courses are so relevant because, right. like, I did a course on storytelling. Right. So, people might think that's more for a branding, copywriting a writer sort of person or mm. people give presentations, but I decided to sign up for them because it was just so um, intriguing ca- to me, right? It, it called and out
0: signed, to you. Okay.
1: Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> and also, this course on journaling. So, I think one of the most interesting, fulfilling things. Uh, for me, Frida is to discover the artist in me, and I've been painting. I couldn't go for any art classes; mm. those came to stop. So I just ordered materials, and I just started experimenting and stuff, mm-hmm. and and it's just been. So such an interesting journey. Right. Of course there will be that point that you know business has sort of slowed down. Right. But here all these other things going on that mm. is just so exhilarating.
0: Right. So some of the new skills you've learned and developed, right? Like what well, so what has learning these new skills done for you?
1: First thing it's built confidence. Mm. Now in every uh, thing that I do, every new thing that I've done over the years, and and it would surprise many people to know that, like maybe 30 years back, I was a creature of habit. I mm. didn't like change. I loved being in my comfort zone. Right. But yeah. But when I was pushed out of the comfort zone, I had to change. I changed careers. Of course, that was by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it. I accepted it. Uh, there was a book I read. It's called "Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway" by mm-hmm. Susan Jeffers. Very defining for me. I said, "Oh, I'm supposed to feel the fear and still go." And do I didn't realize that? Mm. I thought you make decisions when oh you're so sure and no more fear, but that's not quite the way it is. Mm. So I went and did these changes. I had three or four career changes in the right. past three decades of, all of my my working life, and each one of them built confidence in me.
0: Mm. Every
1: time I went and I did new things and I succeeded, it. Built confidence, mm. and of course, it made me feel relevant because then I could go into that segment, that sector, that playing field, mm. and have the tools to be able to play. No? Right. And also, they created conversations for me and expanded my network mm-hmm. and uh, gave me a huge sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, So I also became very self-aware by journaling. This year, I went back to journaling as a result of my course because I realized sometimes, you know, in a pandemic, there are things going on inside your head. Every time you've got stuff and anxiety and um, thoughts swirling in your head, you can't be calling people and talking. Half your life will be spent (laughs) talking. And then then also, you know, uh, uh, I have read books where it says that instead of talking about your problem, Mm. you know, talk, to your problem, right? Right. So, um, and and, and so talk, download and look at it and and analyze it and and the things I've done in problem solving, you know, having done mathematics and all that Mm -hmm. and problem solving and all that. I said, when you write it down and you see all the things that are there, then you begin to realize that sometimes it's very easily solved. Mm -hmm. But if you don't put the cards on the table, Mm -hmm. you don't know what the cards are even. So journaling helped me to do that. Art made me calm, made me fulfill, made me so excited to realize after years of thinking I couldn't do something that I could. And then when I had people commenting and people saying, hey, are you selling uh, how much and all that? I'm like, wow, really? Uh? Mm. You know, it gives me such a buzz. And I suppose, uh, Frida, I realize now that I am pretty creative in right. many areas of life. Right. And I've become pretty fearless. Now. Okay. What about you, uh, Frida? Oh. You have also been busy studying, doing this time. I have. What been unrelated been... skills, huh? I, uh, what, there,
0: and you will, you know, like, uh, oddly, right, we both embarked on, on, on design thinking. We really didn't talk oh. about it, right? So we oh. did that. And and I, it's nothing, nothing to do with work. And yet, I think it has a lot to do with work you know because it uh-huh. connect everything sort of connects it makes sense uh then you know currently I'm embarking on a I did some art classes like you as well right and what would wanted to continue with it and we'll see when that comes around. Uh and now I'm just doing a, a course on uh being a futurist you know and it's just like just different things because I think like for me like the pandemic has sort of resulted asked you know got me thinking right what is the future gonna hold right uh what are the questions what are the things that we gotta look out for of course, we're not, you know, uh, we don't have the crystal ball, but, you know, you have an indication. And so it's not such a shock as it has been for all, a lot of us during this time. So that just got me on that on that you know trajectory. Mm. So we'll see where it goes. And I find that when I enjoy doing these things, you know, it gives me joy, you know, in, in my in my day to day work, you know, here in radio as well. So it's been interesting. Um, you were talking about the things that you were doing and you. Although they're not related, you can see how that adds back to whatever your core business is, right? And there may be people who think it is a waste of time developing a skill that has nothing to do with work. Now, why do you think they should? What is the value in doing so?
1: That's a very interesting question. I I think before break, um, you said something about mm. you know they all seemed to become connected. At mm. some point, you thought it's not really directly related to my uh, career, but mm. at some point, you began to see how they connect. That learning something does something which then impacts the rest of your life. Our life cannot become lives cannot be compartmentalized. Mm. Cannot put work in one box, life in one box, hobbies in one box, family in one box, and all whatever we do in one area will impact like say you're not happy at your work it's Mm. going to impact your personal life your relationships come back frustrated and fight with people and all that right Mm. similarly if you have a sort of a feeling inadequate in one way it's going to impact other areas of your life I'll give you an example When, Mm. when I was young I had a fear of a few things like a fear of a certain past and then I had a fear of falling and so on. Mm. So when when I went through my NLP program, one of the things we did was to clear negative emotions and I cleared fear. Mm. So uh, when I cleared fear, uh, what happened was that... um, the fear went away from every other aspect of my life. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm fearless. Like, if I stand, if I, I'm faced with a roaring tiger, charging tiger, I'm going stand there fearlessly. It's theater, not stupid. I'll run. We're not right? stupid,
0: right? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but in terms of the flight, uh, fight or flight yeah. um, sort of thing, I would stand and fight
0: the, right.
1: the demons that I can fight, like, mm. or people, mm. stand up people, and so on. So I think, first of all, going and doing new things that might be outside of your sphere of work, it helps you to develop your mind, develop your creativity. For example, doing coloring, doing art, develop my creativity. Mm. And so that creativity now I can bring to bear in my work and I began to find that uh, when I look at you know going to companies and, and talk to people I'm able to go up and see the big picture go to like a meta position and look at what are the issues that are there and help to pinpoint those issues mm-hmm. so what's happening is when you do different things you enhance your creativity and all that you are increasing the neural, neurological connections and neural connections in your brain now between left and right mm-hmm. so they, they kind of just start relating and talking to each other right mm-hmm. again it, it gives you Skills to fall back if you need to. Now I I love cooking and um, I I can cook and if you know I I if I ever have to survive by cooking I, I think I can do a small catering business or right. set up a nantilama solid. <laughs> In fact, that's what I told people when I started my <laughs> business, and they all warned me: hey, "Times are hard. No, market's not good. You think yeah. you can get business?" I said, I'm, like, "I'm going to open a cinema." You know. Right. Again, uh, Frida, I think you and I have found out that work cannot take up your whole life. Mm. It cannot define who you are. It's just one facet of your life. It might be a big facet of your life, but Mm. it cannot be your be-all and end-all. Then what happens tomorrow when if you're working in a corporation and you have to retire at a certain age? Then what happens to your life when you don't have other interests, knowledge of other things or other pastimes? Mm. So the more new things you learn and master, the more unafraid you are of trying new things, of facing change, of facing challenge. And then... The minute you can face the challenge, you get more confident. Learning is a challenge. Every time mm. I learn new things, you know, as I even as I get older, I'm like, I oh, really like to go back to being a student?" But I decide I'm going to adopt a humble attitude and learn and master things so that they no longer threaten me and become a challenge. And in doing so, I've just become very blasé, you know, mm. about about life. Mm. If anything happens, you can go and overcome it. You can find a way.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, we'll continue our conversation with Sheila Singham about developing the different facets of you. I think very uh, apt topic as well as we as we close the year. Uh, and stay tuned to Racy Game BFM eighty nine point nine. Backing female ministers BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station. You're listening to Race Your Game. Good morning. I'm Frida Liu. Speaking to Sheila Singer from Human Equation, who joins us on the last Monday of the month. Uh, It is one month before we start on an exciting new year. 2020 has definitely been exciting. We're talking about developing the different uh, facets of you. Um, And you know that we, we are multifaceted people, right? So, do you have examples of people who've actually got concrete returns from learning a skill unrelated to their jobs?
1: Yo, I tell you so many have emerged during this pandemic okay? mm. so and, and and i you know i I just interviewed um someone on on my little segment, the Sheila exchange called Bruce Wong uh, mm-hmm. he started a business called Wonka. Mm-hmm. He was in the corporate sector and you know had done a little bit of f and you know like setting up f and b outlets you know but he was also he had also set up a co cool working space mm. in the region and then when the when the pandemic came and he 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 kind of let himself go. Like told his partners, "I know y'all can't afford me, and I'm gonna quit." Mm. But he had no means of uh, income, mm. so he knew some cooking, and then you know, together with the family members, said, "Okay, like, we're gonna cook and we're gonna do home catering." Right. And now he started a business, and it's really keeping the family going. Right. So that that's one person, right? right. And then I have my friend uh, Guret, who mm. is a fellow trainer who kind of works with me. As an associate, Mm -hmm. she also, you know, business, training business came to a standstill and so Mm. she started making cakes. I mean, she learned how to bake and all. She started making these beautiful old-fashioned cakes and branded herself as the memory lane baker and Mm. there you go. She's got a thriving little cake business Mm. that, you know, brings in the money to pay the bills. Right. And then there's that example of uh, my my nephew, you know, he's, 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 Jordan Singham. He mm. started photography as a hobby, right? Right, uh, with his phone and all that. Then he he had to do assignments in university for his course. Right. So he bought a camera and started taking pictures. And then we looked at the pictures and we're like, okay, that's a gift going on there. And it's mm. so amazing. His pictures they're they are worthy of you know. Uh, like, you know, to be used in advertising and branding and all that. Mm. So the pandemic has hit. He's just graduated. And um, he's been doing his photography, by the way. But... um, Mm. When the pandemic hit, you know, no one's really employing. So he Mm. said, okay, I'm going to start a photography business. And and he started the business and already people are owing and eyeing over his pictures and so on. So Mm. there are so many people out there. And then there's Beth, Samuel and her sister. Mm. They call themselves the sisterhood of the traveling plants
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) When business was down and Beth quit her job and her sister, Charlene, they say, what do we like? What are we interested in? We love indoor uh, interior decor and plants and all that. So they started a business curating indoor plants. You know, many of us who are not gardeners, we don't know that some plants you can't put indoors, some you can't put outdoors. Right. So these people are curating and, and, and helping them more. Right. I'm sure you also know people like that. Right? You no,
0: know, there's you a. Know you we've about? been covering these stories, right? Uh, of this pilot, obviously, who you know um, had to be, you know, I uh, kept quiet for. And I don't think he lost his job at this point, right? But there is no flying, and so he started a, a stall in Subang Jaya, right? And it's called Captain's Corner, and he's serving food in his pilot uniform. Right. And oh, it's just, you know, so it, it's re- really sweet. And so he's been very Instagrammable. Uh, I don't think he's the one cooking. He's got the whole family involved and all that, but he's the one serving. So you hear these stories and that, you know, it's like uh, you, it warms the cockles of your heart that they're doing something and you just want to go out oh. there and support and not to sit at home. Right. I mean, it's, he said oh. it's, 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 it's difficult, you know, uh, at least you're doing something. Right. So are, are you are you planning to do something similar with your learned skills then?
1: OK, that's interesting that you asked mm. that. Yeah, actually, at this point in time, I'm kind of pivoting my business model. Mm -hmm. People don't want to do face to face training. Some uh, companies are wary of like the virtual platform. Aiyoh, can my people sit for three hours and do a training virtually? Mm -hmm. Actually, they can because Mm -hmm. there are ways as trainers we know how to make them do that. And it's also up to the trainer. I mean, you know. But then I'm actually going into new knowledge and existing skills to create. Some online programs, and mm-hmm. then also we're looking at a consulting model where we look at a holistic view of how we can help companies to to pivot to mm-hmm. you know maybe go into new product offerings or new service that are maybe related to their business, but they never saw the need or the opportunity before new collaborations Mm. and so on. And, okay, very interesting. I'm quite excited about this. I've received inquiries about my art. Ah. And what happened? Yeah, so I had people saying, how much, uh, I know, selling uh," and all that. I'm like, oh, seller, really? Okay, Mm. I don't know how and all. And then I I met uh, someone in the course of going for a coaching course. So a course that's related to work. Mm. uh, Sort of, and I encountered... um, the principal, mm. uh, Jean-Francois Jaret And he himself started painting during the, the pandemic. Mm. And, uh, you know, he, he uses his space as a studio and all that. And uh, he's been selling and he said, come on, do it. Mm. I'm like, really? But, you know, I, I am not some famous painter. He said, just do it and put it out there. Mm. And as a part of the coaching courses, I was challenged to put it out there and see. People want to buy, they buy. If they don't want to buy, then it's okay. Line up and hang them on your house or whatever. Mm. So... Later, hopefully, if the NCO is lifted in January, I will be doing an exhibition. And I'm also going to start selling the paintings online. I've learned how to not just paint, but how to sort of put, um, you know... Frame on the the strings and all that, hooks on the canvases, Mm. how to pack the canvases and the whole range of things like how to register my pieces online and give issue certificates of authenticity. I mean, I'm one person who believes if you're going to do something, do it properly, don't do
0: Right. So so mm-hmm. next year, maybe no more show because you're so busy uh, doing your art.
1: Uh <laughs> no, 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 These people are so enjoyable. Mass, mass.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, what if someone has been so focused on work and doesn't know where to start when it comes to learning a new skill? What sort of advice would you give them? I'll call it Google. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can also, okay. I always say... Start with what excites you, yeah. what resonates yeah. with you. Where do you feel the calling? Like yeah. for me, for years, it's like, yo, I want to try and paint, but I didn't dare because I didn't know whether I could. Then at some point, I challenged myself and said, go, go sign up for art class. The worst thing you can do is. Splash things on the canvas, even if it gives you some joy, but it's ugly, never mind. At least you've Mm. done it, you know. Mm. So if you have that inner passion, niggling, something telling you, I want to do this, go and step into that space and do it. Mm. Do it, try it. So if you always love food, don't know how to cook, wondered what it would be like to cook some of that food you see on Pinterest and Instagram and YouTube and all that and learn I mean my my family members my my children my my nephews nieces they they they're so amazing these young people they go to YouTube they look at the video get all the ingredients and they do and they come out with something amazing you know yeah so is it that easy it can be and then of course cooking is a skill So practice 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 if you love plants Go and do gardening. Even a condo got no garden. Go and find some family members got a garden. Say, look, I come and transform your garden for you. And go and, you know, learn about gardening, about plants. You never know. It can turn into Mm. uh, 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 a second hobby, a second business. Lord knows during this pandemic, we don't know what's coming ahead. Go and learn new things that are relevant, you know, go study also the market. Like, of course, if you just study market and go do and you're not passionate, then you're wasting time also. So So just learn what you like without reservation without holding yourself back and celebrate the small wins shared with your family members and you never know. Right. They might be your biggest supporters, you know, not just from a emotional point of view, but physically. So like you're talking about your pilot who
0: Mm. stands there and
1: serves the food, but all the family members and that's what happened with Bruce as well. He said he only knew how to cook two dishes. Mm. But now his repertoire is like 13, <laughs> 15, 20 this because sister-in-law, sister, mother, you know, mother-in-law and all that came on board and started, uh, you know, teaching, uh, doing the cooking. So I think... And also, it's about, you know, getting support from the right places. Don't go and tell people who are naysayers, oh, I want to try this, I want to do this. They'll just say, hey, I cannot lie, you'll waste your time. Don't don't mm. go and do all this now at this time. Go for the people who support
0: you. You, you know, and, and you know, I find that when you talk about doing all these things as well, you, uh, and... Gardening, art and all that, it relaxes you, right? Uh, Cooking, you know, I mean, that could be therapy for some people as well. Now, should employers encourage the people to learn new things outside of their scope of work? And what value could this bring to organisations?
1: I am a big believer that organisations should and sometimes, you know, people want to go and learn things that are outside of their scope of work. And the company says, oh, no, it's not related to your work. It is a waste of our resources. And I think that's so wrong because when you give people access to learning new skills outside of work, which gives them, you know, which is really exciting and interesting mm-hmm. to them, you are helping that person to develop. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it gives certain person a, a sense of being cared for Simply because you're not expecting returns on your investment. It's like a gift that you give people. Mm. Yeah. So if someone wants to go for a self-development course and then you turn around and say you're in finance, Uh, If you are in HR or, you know, people development are then okay, but you're in finance. Why do you need a personal development course? Mm. But that personal development course could unleash inside that person a greater passion, a greater commitment for what they're doing, Mm. right? And also, when people learn new things and they excel in it or even, you know, are able to do it adequately, Their confidence increases. Their Hmm. attitude to challenge and change increases, which means their agility increases. Hmm. And when people become more agile in an organization, the organization itself becomes agile Hmm. and is able to pivot and turn very easily because you've got the buy-in of the people because they know how. Now, many times when people want to go and companies want to do change, people are very resistant because they don't know how to do change. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Another reason at this point is that, you know, if you let people go and learn things, skills outside of their scope in good times, in bad times, if you need to let them go or you need to cut their salaries, the skills that they learn may be able to help them. Hmm. And then it cuts down the ill will and negativity towards the company that has to let them go. Because you've already given them the skills and you said, you know, you can do this. This is what you've learned, you know. So they feel like, you know, lucky the company paid for me to go for that course. Mm. So now I can go there and survive, you know. right. yeah. So, you know, it also increases the versatility because if you need to move people around from one department to the other, you need to cut, you know, staff and resources and all that to require them to multitask. They're not afraid to learn new things. They're already programmed inside, I can and I will. Right. So, there is so much of an advantage I mean, mm. in letting people go and learn things that are not so directly related to their job focus.
0: Right. And it's, you know, win-win, right? Win for the employee, win for the organization at the end of the day. And it's very apt that we're talking about this as the year comes to an end. You know, if you're thinking of, you know, uh, new goals that you could close the year with and also, you know, start the new year with, this is something very important. Uh, We've been talking about developing the different facets of you. Uh, I've been speaking to Human Equation founder Sheila Singham. You've been listening to Racing Game, BFM 89.9.